One of the hardest things for people to do is to be vulnerable, to be real, to share their lives with others, especially with other people they don't know, to be open and completely pretty much bare sold in front of others is scary. But sister, you know, I am doing this today because I know the impact that my personal story, my testimony makes, has already made on many and will make for you. If you weren't in my live workshop, hopefully you were there, but if you missed it, and I know there were some people there, I loved it, by the way, it was so amazing. If you're like, what was that? What workshop was that? (laughs) Okay, sister, that's okay. Don't worry, because the recording is in the group, okay? So let me tell you how to access it. But what you missed, okay, is incredible okay amazing and not because of me but because how holy spirit spoke through me i was i felt the spirit's presence there i had prayed lord god almighty speak through me to these amazing women and he sure did the workshop was called and is called because it's still on there it's called the four steps to connecting deeper to growing a deeper connection with your first love which is god right four steps to growing a deeper connection with your first love with god with the almighty and with your father in heaven and i went through the four steps but before that i actually shared right before starting step one which by the way, I kind of give you a lot of step one in one of the podcasts here. But if you want to hear it all, just simply go straight to the community. Okay, so the link is in the description, but you can go to bit.ly slash let's be intentional and join the community, our amazing intentional Bible study for Christian women, Facebook community, it's free. And it's for you to connect with other sisters there. We actually also have a prayer chat that is on fire okay we are praying for one another and and really connecting there and and i love the interactions in the group and we're learning from one another so please do join the group if if just for the community and for prayer but also you can join it to be able to still watch and listen to this 45 minute live it actually went on a little longer about 50 minutes or so at the end there i was announcing the prizes it was really cool and then uh the special offer as well so I'm going to tell you today, sister, that there is an offer that I have for you and you have literally as of the time of that workshop, you had five days. So this is airing on August 3rd, Thursday afternoon, Eastern Standard Time. So technically you have three days left as if you're hearing this on Thursday, August 3rd, you have three days left. You have till Sunday midnight to take advantage of this offer. Okay. So this is what you're getting, sister. I'm giving you 60 minutes. Okay. Of time with me on a Zoom phone call. All right. I call it the take back your time connection coaching call. Take back your time connection coaching call. All right. So what you get with me is number one, a personalized plan that includes your purposefully planned connection time. And if you listen to the live, you know what I'm talking about. Listen to the workshop, a purposefully planned connection time where you will spend time connecting with your father in heaven through his word every single day. A time that works specifically for you so that you can be consistent and grow it into a habit. You're going to get number two, a plan to defeat the enemy for when he strikes and he will strike. Okay. And a seven day follow up from me to see how it's going and to offer more support. But here's the best part. One of the best parts, I think you're going to get a bonus 
bonus if you act in three days by August 6th, Sunday, midnight. All right, Eastern Standard Time. Well, whatever time it is for you. <laughs> a bonus 30-day Psalm 119 devotional that includes audio for each day. And sister, I made this. This is something I created with a lot of love with your time needs in mind. A $40 value. Okay, so basically you're going to get the special price plus this $40 value savings of total of $47 savings, which you you can only get until Sunday. Now, of course, you will always be able to have the call available with me, but this bonus and the, the savings is very limited. Okay, limited time. Go ahead and go to theintentionalchristianwoman.com, which is my website. It goes straight into the page where you can book the call. So you can just press I'm ready or you can press book the call. Okay. And you can book the call and, and, or you can just, you know, look below on the episode details or, sh or show notes and you can see the actual straight Calendly link. You can schedule yourself there and find more details. And if you of course have any questions at all, please reach out to me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. All right, sister. All right. Are you ready to hear me be almost in tears? This story I tell you because this is the reason why I do what I do. My story is the reason why I do what I do. And you'll see at the end there why. The connection with God's word, the connection with God through his word is exactly what I do in order to stay strong with the Lord. And it wasn't always like this. You'll see at the end, the difference maker, what happens when you just want to connect with God? What's the first thing you want to do? Okay. Remember that is connecting with his word. That is the number one, and I'm giving some of this away. So if you don't, you know, go ahead and watch the workshop. But connection with his word is key, is key, key. Very, very, very important. So important. And daily, daily. Yes, you can do it daily. And if you're concerned about time, this is why I'm your girl, because I make sure it fits. Okay. <laughs> All right, sister, let's do this. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. Two. Okay, so uh, just, and I'm going to try to keep it short because I know we don't have a lot of time. So back in 2007, I gave birth to my second child. Uh, he is 16 now. That was a long time ago. Talk about my age here, but it's okay because I don't look my age, right? <laughs> I'm actually 46 and proud. And, uh, and you know, 16 years, 16 years ago, no, not, yeah, 16 years ago, I gave birth to my second child, my first one, um, they're four years apart. And then my, of course, my, my daughter, she's four and a half. So my first one's 20. Um, so I gave birth in 2007. It's a beautiful, beautiful time. Okay. But it was also the busiest, I would say season and year of my life. 
to this day. Okay. So here I was, I just gave birth to my, my son. Okay. I was taking actually a graduate course that was very difficult. I don't know what I was thinking. I literally just gave birth and I signed up for the course. What was I thinking? Okay. Then I was changing careers. Okay. So I was doing uh, social work and then I was going into teaching. Okay. Mind you, I'm a Christian at this point. I've been a faithful disciple of Jesus, reading my Bible, my Bible every day, praying, going to church, being involved in the church, even having leadership roles, all that good stuff, right? So I'm a mom and all that. I'm married and, and happily married and all that. So here's what also happened, okay? My husband at the time, okay, my first husband, the, the father of my uh, two boys, um, who, by the way, were great friends, or he's an amazing, amazing guy. So when I say this story is in no way like this is he's an amazing person in fact we're all great friends like my husband's his friend like my I, i'm friends with his his wife like it's just it's just amazing but it was a difficult time because my husband at the time started struggling in his faith and so what happened he he started struggling there was things going on and then he stopped coming to church little by little and then eventually he stopped and again all in that same year um, while well, all these changes were happening. So um, I was getting discouraged because I still wanted to go to church. And anyway, so he stopped coming. And then in time, he basically became agnostic, which is basically, you're not really sure that there's a God. Um, so here I was married to an unbeliever at this point um, for a while, because, you know, I, I was married to an unbeliever. I was still a believer. I still went to church and I still did all those things, but it became harder and harder. I had to go to church every Sunday with my little boys driving long distances to church because it was like 45 minutes long. And it was, uh, really kind of difficult. Um, well, actually very difficult, uh, to have a newborn practically. And then my four-year-old and having to handle all of that. So, um, over time I started, kind of distancing myself, like stop, I went to church less and less. Um, I stopped going to the the other events and then I stopped going on Sundays little by little. I stopped reading my Bible at the same time, little by little, again, little by little, right? It all happens very subtly. That's how Satan works. This is how our enemy works. It's very, very, very slow. It's a process that you don't even realize is happening sometimes. And so um, I stopped reading my Bible and then I, I even prayed less and less, although every now and again I would pray, but, and I, and I didn't lose my faith in God. I didn't become agnostic even in those times, but, um, but I definitely did not make Jesus Lord anymore in my life. He was not Lord. So I had walked away from the church, walked away from God. God never walked away from me. He was always there, but I walked away from him. So two years after that, um, about a year and a half or so, I would say, after stopping to go to church, my husband wanted a divorce and I was brokenhearted. I wasn't ready for that. That was really surprising to me. Okay. So um, I, we, we were divorced and, and that was a very difficult time. Um, mind you, I didn't have the church. I had them. They could, I could have reached out to them, but I didn't want to, and I didn't, you know, I just felt like people wouldn't understand, honestly. I felt like people didn't, and that's one of the things, that's one of Satan's lies, that people don't understand, or they won't understand what you're going through. No one can really help you. They won't sympathize, or they might blame you, or you might feel shame and guilt. Shame and guilt, shame and guilt, oh my goodness. That's like, I think Satan's probably one of the most powerful, his powerful uh, weapons, is making you feel ashamed and guilty. And that is one of the things I speak about a lot in my podcast. 
I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. You probably already know, but I, I do host the podcast, The Intentional Christian Woman. And in there, I help women create Bible study routines to better connect with God. So in there, I do mention my story and I mention all these things about how you just really need to be careful with the, the lies that the enemy tells you. So um, anyway, uh, once we, we got divorce i started looking for love in all the wrong places you know started dating men and and just not just living a sinful life like the prodigal son i kind of like consider myself like the prodigal daughter so um then uh one beautiful beautiful day uh i was talking to a, a friend a colleague and a man he's a, uh, was a good friend great guy um but he said something that kind of he made a comment he was joking but it kind of exposed what I had become at that time, what I felt like I'd become. And it, I was shocked. I was like, what did he just say? <laughs> of course he was like, oh no, you know, I don't mean that. Like I'm joking. Right. You know? And, and basically I, I felt such a shame and, 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 but, but to this day, I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for that comment because when I went home, I was literally in the car and I was parked and then I went home when we were having a conversation, I went home, there was no one home. And all I wanted to do is I remember I wanted to go to 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 be my my bedside and get on my knees. And that's exactly what I did. I got on my knees. And I cried. And I broke down in tears. I broke down in tears. I cried, I cried. And I said, God, I am so sorry. Forgive me. Look how far I have come. I can't believe how far I have come. I was in heaven, practically. I was in the kingdom, in my heart. The kingdom lives in your heart. And I took it out. <laughs> I didn't welcome it for four years. And here I was, two years specifically, living a sinful life. And so at that point, I just, you know, I, I there was a feeling I'll never forget. I just felt this sense of peace. And I felt like just God was hugging me and comforting me. And he never left. He was always there. Then I felt like this urge to go into my living room and open my Bible. I don't know where my Bible was. I had it stored somewhere. I went and looked for it and I took it out and I went straight to Matthew and I wanted to start reading the words of Jesus. And I started reading the words of Jesus and I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I miss you, Jesus. And I just started reading and reading and reading that same night. And, and then my sister came home and and she was living with with me and and uh yeah anyway she was she was you know so supportive and and just listened to to my story and i just remember that that was such a, a great moment i still see get teary eyes such a great moment for me because this is really my story this is why this is the motivation for me i remember you know um and this is where i want to give a shout out to my bff who was here she was the first woman that uh, I reached out to and came into my life <clears throat> and she she just was so graceful and so understanding and so I mean like accepting and at that time she wasn't my best friend she was uh, just a, a friend that I knew kind of distanced but she was so um open armed and that's Sarah she's here on the call all right so hello Sarah Yes, yes. I'm looking at the comments now because I'm like, oh, I missed the comments here. Hello, hello. Woo! Thank you, Fernando. Fernando, by the way, is my husband. Um, he is a temporary member. 
And he's an honorary member for today because he's helping me keep track of the names. Okay, so thank you, baby, for helping out. He just wrote, um, thank you so much. I appreciate that, baby. Yes, Lizeth, that's why it's called drifting. Drifting. It happened. Okay, he's. Uh, she says it happened to her for seven years. Wow. Wow. So that's tough. You know, it's it's not an easy thing, and it happens to a lot of people. You know, it happens to a lot of people. Drifting. Um, there's another word that people use. I forget. But you know, it doesn't mean that God leaves you right? It, it never, it never means that God leaves you. God never leaves you. He's always there. He's always there. And that's what broke me. That's what broke my heart. Like, wow, God, you're like welcoming me back, even though I've done all these things, like how, and then at that point, I'm like, how can I ever leave you again? So my faith always just got stronger and stronger. And of course, not just on my own, but because of the word and because of the sisters in my life. So Sarah was one of the sisters. And then of course, there's a few other sisters that helped me as well, Sylvia, Jackie, and Xiomara, who were there helping me go into my Bible again and get re-strengthened in my faith as I as I um, was restored back into the church. So I'm, I'm really grateful for all of you ladies. Um, I know Sarah's here on the call, and some of you know these women, so they are just amazing. I I remember in that time, and this is this might be you today, or it might be someone you know, but I remember in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, it says, we are hard pressed on every side. That was, that's Paul. I felt hard pressed on every side during the time that I was struggling, during the time that I was, you know, a, a, a new, had a newborn, had all these, um, you know, this new career <laughs> teaching of all things. Like that's a hard career to, to start off, especially to start off uh, my difficult class. And then I have, you know, I had my husband struggling with his faith and all that. So it was, it was, I felt like I was perplexed on every side, but, but do you know what? This scripture ends with some good things. It says in second Corinthians four, eight through nine, we are hard pressed on every side, but we're not crushed. We're per perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. That is encouraging. Hey sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, and the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other and sister. If you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs, look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you, know that I'm praying for you, and I will see you in the next one.